What's up to all my freelancers and creatives? This is Nathan with another episode of Freelance Jumpstart TV. And what you just heard is a little bit of an oxymoron because in this episode, we're gonna talk about why you should never call yourself a freelancer. I've mentioned this in other episodes, but when I first started freelancing, I called myself a freelance web designer. I thought by just calling myself that it would be understood by all and straightforward about what it is that I do. As I dug a little deeper into why I wasn't getting high value clients, one of the things that I uncovered is how I was projecting myself didn't necessarily match up with my skill set. And calling myself a freelance web designer was part of the problem. The problem with calling myself a freelancer to clients or potential clients really devalues what it is that I do and it doesn't really capture my skill set and everything that I've learned over time. When most people hear the phrase freelance web designer, they would say, oh Nathan, he's a web guy. And they would throw me in the generalist category. So the word freelancer was almost synonymous with general. Like Nathan does generally a lot of things. He's not good at one particular thing. You know, he's a freelancer. That's how the term was portrayed or understood by other people. And when you refer to yourself as a freelancer to potential clients, it really, as I mentioned, devalues you, but also you fall victim to the assumptions of what anyone thinks a freelancer is. Maybe you're working with a potential client and they worked with a freelancer in the past. Now, we don't know what type of experience they had. We don't know if the freelancer was disorganized or didn't answer their calls on time or was slow to respond to their emails or maybe the freelancer had a day job so the person could never really catch them they had to only call them on their lunch break we don't know what their experience was with the freelancer but when you refer to yourself as a freelance fill in the blank now all the previous assumptions your potential client had with that other freelancer they now fall on you i know this because this happened to me saying that i was a freelance web designer uh, the questions clients would come to me and ask were a little different. They would say, are you sure you can get the job done? What do you do? Is it only you? Do you work solo? Um, how, you know, how do things work with you? Those were all apprehensions from working with a freelancer over a company, a freelancer over an agency. And again, the term just did more harm than it did good. The term freelancer is used fairly regularly, like freelance web designer, freelance designer, freelance UX UI designer, uh, freelance photographer, right? Freelance developer. We tend to use it in those creative spaces, but if we were to take the same term and apply it to a different industry, it sounds a little different. So let's take the law or legal arena with lawyers. Right, Lawyers oftentimes uh, specialize in a certain area of law, but who would you rather work with? Would you rather work with a real estate lawyer or a freelance lawyer? Who would you trust more? Let's say your health is on the line and you need to have an important surgery that you need to go through. Would you rather work with a renowned cardiovascular surgeon or would you rather work with a freelance surgeon? Maybe one who's not attached to any specific hospital, you know, they're still a doctor, they're still a surgeon, they're just a freelance surgeon. Maybe you have some important ideas and you're looking for a ghostwriter. So who do you go to? Do you go to an author or do you try to find a freelance writer? To those viewing right now and listening, be honest with yourself. In the examples I gave, 
Who do you trust more? Do you trust a freelance lawyer over a real estate lawyer? Do you trust a freelance surgeon over a renowned cardiovascular surgeon who's associated with a certain hospital? Who do you trust more? In the example I just gave, it's fairly straightforward to understand that freelancer is a title that makes sense. However, it really is for internal conversations. We as freelancers and as creative professionals can use that amongst one another because we know how the business is set up for a freelancer. However, when we're projecting a certain element to potential clients, that term needs to be far as possible away from our lips. I like the way Brennan Dunn puts it. Brennan took himself from being a freelance developer to owning his own agency and then titling himself and focusing on the title consultant. And I like the way he phrased it when talking about calling yourself a freelancer. He said, you should eliminate the word freelancer from your vocabulary. Purge this word from your vocabulary. If you are a freelancer, you are a solver of problems. And that's something to know. It's more important to focus on what problem it is you solve rather than calling yourself a freelancer. The term freelancer has to deal with how you run your business. Maybe yes, you're running your business as an independent contractor when it comes to being a, a sole entrepreneur, if you will, or maybe you were running a sole proprietorship and you're getting paid as an independent contractor or a freelancer, if you will. But how you run your business has nothing to do with your title. Oftentimes, the title is the first part of your brand someone is going to see and interact with, and it gives them a clue as to your level of professionalism. Think about the term freelancer. Oftentimes, the word implies that this person is working as an independent, and they're not connected to an agency. They're not connected to anyone. And the thing that could be nerve-wracking for potential clients is some hear the word freelancer and they hear this person has no accountability. There's no one around to check on this person's work. There's no one around to make sure this person is going to keep a deadline. At least with an agency, you know there's other people that can take on the work. You know there's a project manager who's making to move things along. There might even be an account manager who's communicating on a regular basis with a client. And then there's the actual people who do the work. So with an agency, it's at least assumed that there are other people holding someone to do the work accountable. And if they can't do it, someone else will slide in. But with the title freelancer, this can make some people nervous because freelancer means solo, but it doesn't have to. Some potential customers hear the word freelancer and they also think, well, an agency can cost more money because there's more people involved in the success of the project. And a freelancer, well, it's just one person doing things, so it shouldn't cost as much, right? Those are the type of thoughts that potential customers can have, and I know because it's happened to me firsthand. So the real focus is, what should you call yourself? What should be your job title? That's what we really need to dive into and uncover since we're no longer calling ourselves freelancer. One hint is to drop the title freelancer and then just go by the title of what you do. So I mentioned I'm a freelance web designer. I can drop freelance and just say, I am a web designer. But that's very general, if you will. So after dropping you know, the word freelancer, we need to add some level of specificity to uncover what it is that I do. I gave an example earlier about a freelance surgeon. 
it would be best if they call themselves a cardiovascular surgeon. So you know there's a surgeon who focuses on the cardiovascular system. So that gives a little bit more clue. So I can say I'm a web designer, but I can get more specific and say uh, I'm a web designer that focuses on e-commerce. Or I can say I'm an e-commerce web designer. That gives a little bit more specifics or a clue as to what it is that I do. But the true way to really uncover what it is that you do and find the best title for you and your business is to honestly take the time to write out all the skills that you do. So for example, I mentioned web design. And calling myself a freelance web designer does not do justice to my entire process. So when I look at what I do and I take a step back and think about the entire creative process that I go through, there's a lot involved, right? So if I'm working with a customer or a potential client, that's customer service involved. There may be some sales involved. There may be some strategy involved. I need to write that down. I have strategy as a part of my product offering. Moving on from there, I may even do some sketching or some wireframing. Like now we're getting into user experience, so I need to write that down. I've been complimented in the past on my ability to pick out good fonts and pair good fonts with one another when I'm developing a website. That's not really thought of, but that's something that's a part of the process. That is typography, right? And, and I'm, I had to learn and read about type, typography and go through many sites to see what is the most readable font, what pairs well with another font, uh, and different things of that nature. So I need to write down typography as one of my skills. I've had to learn what colors pair well with another color. So that can be design elements or even color theory. And I'm thinking about colors that reflect certain emotional responses of people who are on the website. For example, I know if you want to get someone's attention, you need to use a lot of contrast on a website. But not only that, but the colors invoke emotions. Blue tends to be a little bit more professional and trustworthy. And if I'm working with a law office, that's why I make it blue. Different things to think about it like that, I had to learn through reading, taking courses, and the list goes on. I need to write that down as one of my skills. And I also have and developed the skill of developing the website. So not only can I design something, I can actually turn it into a reality with code. Those are two separate things. Web design is not the same thing as web development. But oftentimes we put those together and calling myself a freelance web designer doesn't capture all the few things that I just mentioned. And for me, the list goes on. Oftentimes when I get on a website, I am double checking certain things and I may get into a little bit of copywriting and editing. Those are skills as well. So what I recommend is write down what your current title is. You can say freelance web designer if you want or freelance whatever. Go ahead and put a cross through freelance and then literally list all the skills that come out in your creative process. I gave a few as an example, but write all those things down. Because when you write those things down and call out all those skills, you start to see all the value you bring to a project. And now you can start to think about what title is more appropriate that speaks to all the things that you wrote down. So in my case, I went from freelance web designer to digital marketing strategist because a lot of times in my creative process, yes, I may create a website, but based upon the needs of the campaign 
and the problem that I'm trying to solve for the client, a website might not be the answer. 90% of the time, it will be a part of the answer, but it doesn't mean it is the only answer. When you box yourself in and calling yourself a freelance UX UI designer or a freelance developer, it's like you're almost projecting and saying that I'm a freelancer that only solves this one problem, which is not true. If you are a freelancer, you are a solver of a problem. Another thing you can do besides writing down your skill is write down the nature of the problems that you solve and then create a title that speaks to that specific problem that you're solving. I recently spoke with uh, one of my friends and you'll meet her in a future episode of Freelance Jumpstart. And she was trying to come up with a title. She couldn't think of a title for what it is that she does. I told her to talk to me. We talked through it. I said, it sounds like you're someone who is a coach, a life coach, but also mixed with a career coach. So maybe you should call yourself a personal identity consultant. Personal meaning dealing with an individual, identity helping someone personally figure out who they are and what it is they wanna do, what their passion is, and they're gonna seek you out in consulting. People know what a consultant does, people know what identity is, and they know personal means one-on-one -on -one or more intimate it makes sense and it gelled together the same way. So when trying to come up with your title, think about it. What it is that you do, how you can help someone, and why is it important. And at the time they hear your specific title, they have a glimpse into what it is you do. So I am a digital marketing strategist and the strategy depends on what it is that I do. I can easily talk to someone and say, I'm a digital marketing strategist and I focus on and I fill in the blank about what I do and how I can help them. And it gives them a clear idea on what I do and a peek into my brand, but it also sets the stage for professionalism. And I start to get rid of all those ugly assumptions that happen when you call yourself a freelancer. Thank you for taking the time to check out this episode. I greatly appreciate it. I really just wanted to take the time to talk about this because I've heard it before. I've read different articles about this but it's something that's still out there. And even this podcast has the title freelance, right? But I really just wanted to set the stage and create this content about what you should actually call yourself because a lot of people get caught up into it and you don't have to go through what I did. You don't have to try to figure out why aren't high value clients coming to me. Um, one part of it might be as simple as a name change. So change your name, update your bio, update your Twitter profile, update your Instagram, wherever you have a bio, update it, change the title. You got business cards, change the title to the new title. You got a resume, doesn't matter. You have your own business, don't call yourself founder, don't call yourself owner, don't say I was a freelance whatever. Change the title to something that's more professional based on the tips we offer and you'll start to sway the perception of people in the right direction and get them in the mindset of the type of people you wanna work with. So again, thanks for checking this out, and I will catch you in the next episode. See you.